0: ArchD 107.9, Life FM. James here with you. Hope you're having a wonderful evening. I'm down here at Sacred Heart College once again with two brand new RHD co hosts. I'm here with Noah. G'day, Noah. How are you? all yeah, right, thanks. How are you? I'm very well. Good to have you here. And uh, Guy, first time as well. Yeah. When I was actually introduced <laughs> to you beforehand, and I sort of came down, and they said, Oh, we're not too sure a guy was missing from the last class. And uh, I didn't think that they meant literally a guy. But you are literally a guy. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> I bet you've never book. heard that one before. <laughs> That's like a daily occurrence. <laughs> just. <laughs> And do people always say, like, go, I bet no one's ever said
2: that to you before? Oh, yeah. Is that, that funny? They say as, it more than the actual jokes. <laughs> <laughs> as, as a duo, we cop
0: the, I know a guy. Oh, no. Yeah. They don't
2: say that. Oh, they do. The oh,
0: Does the anyone under the age of 70 say that, though? Because that's like such an, uh, like, oh, a, yeah. that's not oh. a dad joke. That's oh, like no, a granddad people joke. People in our classes. Mates, every day, oh, all the time. Uh, you know a guy. That's too funny. I had a friend of mine who was like, you remember there was that movie When Harry Met Sally. Have you ever heard of this film? I've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard and of it, never seen it. There was this, I was at this um, uh, sort of like party once and this guy I knew named Harry Yeah. Was was there and there was this guy who was just getting on everyone's nerves So, every time he got introduced to a new person he'd go oh, when harry met david <laughs> and they just disappear and come back a new person it was not funny i don't even know why i'm saying it. anyway we've got a huge show we're gonna be chatting about a whole bunch of different things we're gonna be chatting a little bit about premier league football something's coming up in the news about that that's very very interesting we're also gonna be chatting a little bit about someone chasing a ufo would that be a really good way of putting it? I'm not too sure if that's accurate. Bit of a alien pursuit. Alien yeah, pursuit. Yeah, I like it. A bit of a wild goose chase. Kind of yeah. Bit. Well, I'm just now imagining geese flying <laughs> UFOs. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something, man? Oh. That if all of a sudden the UFO lands and it like, oh, was like, I wonder what they're going to look like. And like, quack, 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 quack. all, all these geese me? just kind of
1: heard out. Olympic just... games, kind of like chasing each other, racing hundred meter sprint. <laughs> all
0: these police, the photographers are there and everyone's there and just these geese just go past and like get into a stream and just kind of swim off. I would love that. That wouldn't would to be the coolest oh, thing. And everyone's just sitting there going, what do we say to a bunch of geese that have just got off a spaceship? Finally, we met alien life. We've got ducks and geese. <laughs> Fantastic. Anyway, we'll get talking more about that. Um, they're not actually geese. Just spoiler alert, they're not geese. Now, we're just having a bit of a chat off air about football, soccer, if you will. Now, uh, Noah, you were there. It was this year, wasn't it? It was earlier in the year? Yeah, it was was earlier this year. Earlier this year. Adelaide United won the uh, Australian Hyundai Premier League, whatever, uh, grand final, Adelaide Oval.
2: How was it? Seriously? It was... And it was otherworldly. The atmosphere was crazy, full packs, like complete stadium, just full of people, mm. and just rocking
0: stands. The chance of United was just mental. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, this is the first time that I think Adelaide United have actually made a grand final. I think we've made it before, but not one. I think this is, I think this is the first time they've actually taken home. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And at home, at yeah, home yeah, yeah. ground, in front of a home, home crew. Yeah, yeah. And of course, like. Football because I went for a few like games last year. I got a season pass last year. Went to a few games, and it's it's huge now. All of a sudden, it's massive. It's blown up. Yeah, it's just gone. It's gone really, really huge. So that would have been cool. Now, guy, you were gonna go. I was
1: gonna go, but and you didn't go. I did. oh, It's one of those things where you're like, oh, nothing will happen, and then something. Nah, massive they're happens. not gonna win. Oh, actually, I went to work instead. It was a thrilling experience. (laughs) Okay. Now, I I gave you a hard time for that, but you did explain that you had only just started the job. I did. I'd been there a few months, but then I took a month off to go on holiday, Uh, So and it was kind of just after that, so I couldn't ask for another day off after
0: not being there very long. (laughs) Are you still at this job? I am. I -hmm. am. Going well? It's going well, yeah. Fantastic. Mm. How exciting. Anyway, look. The reason we brought this up is because there's been a story in the news. This is very interesting. I don't know how this popped up, but um, what they have looked at is they've looked at kind of statistically the things that in the English Premier League that's made the teams win because it's changed a lot over, over the last few years. And, of course, Leicester City winning was a, was a big deal because they'd never, ever won before. So I think what is a common theme around these different teams that are winning? And one thing they've found is that Out of the past three seasons, they've all been coached by devout Catholic coaches. This is something they've actually found. So, um, Claudio Ranieri... I apologise if I'm going to mispronounce any of this stuff, and I know I'm going to. Claudio Ranieri at Leicester, Jose Mourinho at Chelsea, and Manuel Pellegrini at Manchester City. So, all very, very traditional Irish names, all of them. (laughs) And what... That they kind of go into detail about it about the fact that they um, Jose Marinho for instance once told the BBC he said I pray a lot I'm Catholic I believe in God I try to be a good man um, so I can have a bit more time and God can give me a hand when I need it I believe totally and clearly and all the other coaches are talking in that particular way and I think it goes to the end of that article and says so what's going on here as the case of Renieri suggests perhaps Catholicism lends itself to a certain kind of paternalism or there's something in the sensibility that that allows them to fuse the pursuit of joy with the single-minded pursuit of excellence. So there's some theories. If you were to think about kind of your experiences of being here at Sacred Heart and kind of the Catholic ethos, what's your impression of the kind of values and things like that 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 being Catholic is all about?
1: I think it's kind of like you get, we get kind of taught if you give, you kind of get something in return, I think. Okay. So I think if they're looking at those kind of values where it's kind of like the more you give the more you'll get back in return. But it's more emotional kind of thing where you'll feel better the more you give, if that makes sense.
0: So there's a real key core reward mm. that actually is involved in that, is in the giving yeah. that you receive. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, and that would be, in, in terms of actually coaching... Uh, sort of like a, a team to actually have that in place rather than thinking about going oh we just have to win or yeah. or um, um, um you can push the players a bit harder than they need to be pushed or too far really in a lot of ways it's actually thinking about it in terms of sort of like nurturing and caring for those people as well mm. if you have that as an instinctual idea that's gonna like yeah. reflect on the team don't you think noah definitely i think also in uh, the training for the players i
2: think what they give in the training effort-wise, I think the, the amount they put in, it's going
0: to reflect in their, how they play, which results in them winning the Premier League. Absolutely. So I thought it was a really interesting news article. I've never sort of seen anything like that before, sort of bringing the fact of going, you know. So does Catholic have anything to do with this great, amazing success in something? But there you go. It can be reflected in a lot of ways. We've got lots of stuff to talk about. We're going to be talking about UFOs, geese and UFOs,
2: mm.
0: maybe without the geese oh definitely
2: ducks only we'll
0: see <laughs> ducks only That's. <laughs> I don't know whether or not I mean the thing is geese they've got the longer necks they could probably see over the top of the view screen a little bit mm. better
2: you pass for aliens yeah. just about yeah ducks are a bit too familiar
0: yeah ducks are too familiar I you think geese thought, are more I aloof
2: I've always thought geese are a bit dodgy <laughs> a bit suspicious
0: <laughs> geese are aggressive animals You remember people say that? don't You know, geese, be careful of the geese They're very aggressive Yeah I, I've never cousins cousins seen anyone like, you know, really running in fear from geese but It's like, oh no, my go- cousins
2: have a farm with a goose and it's terrifying Really? Yeah, oh my god so- Like the ducks are fine, but the goose, you want to stay away from
0: it Really? Deadly What's the worst thing that's happened to them with the goose? When did uh. they first realise that the goose was a terrifying creature? I think uh when my my cousin
2: was born uh four years ago just about and having a small child on the farm it's a bit like you know they've got they've got an eight uh 10 year old i shouldn't laugh
0: but the image that i'm coming up with now but keep going but
2: when you have a little toddler running around it's it's not very good to have an aggressive (laughs) goose sniffing at your feet
0: Oh, it's the idea that the goose and the child might be at kind of like eye level. So it's like, you know, it's not it's not funny. It's not funny. We shouldn't be laughing about this at all. No Money Galantis. you will listen to D on Live Katy Perry and Al City and L.O. Black on the way very shortly. Now, Guy, we were having a chat about UFOs. We Are you? Do you believe in UFOs? It's one of those things where it's kind
1: of like you never see them, but then it's kind of the universe is that big. We can't be. The only
0: ones there. Well, there are people that have, I mean, you don't only need to like jump onto YouTube. And I've, look, I've got to admit, I've done this many times. In fact, I was over, I was at a dinner party on the weekend and I started pulling up UFO conspiracy videos. And oh, but that looks so real and that looks so real. And everyone's having arguments about is it real, is it not real, and all that kind of stuff. And I have seen some that you kind of go, I don't know, man, that's pretty good. And then there's other ones where
1: it's kind of like, that is obviously just a guy in a sheet just with holes for the
0: eyes and would that be more of a more of a ghost perhaps than a UFO was it a oh was it a guy in a sheet flying a UFO yeah yeah, yeah. like a cardboard box going on the street there's one that I showed that that um, I don't know if you've seen this but it was shot over Haiti in about oh the way I said that too Haiti 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 in like 2007 or something like that it was about 7 or 8 years ago now but Everyone thought at the time, "Whoa, that looks amazing!" And it's just this picture of kind of like a uh, like a flying sorcery kind of thing flying overhead. And someone basically pointed the camera up and just does this gasp, you know. And the camera's a bit shaky, and oh, it looks kind of like. That. Of course, and then, the camera was shaky, and because they always do the shaky or slightly going in and out of focus, so it looks real, you know. And it went totally crazy on uh, YouTube and social media, and everyone was like, "This looks." This looks real, man. This looks really, really real. It was everywhere. Is it real? Is it real? Is it real? But there was this one journalist who came up with the idea of going, well, if we kind of find out who was the very first person who posted this video, maybe if we got in touch with them and asked them, when did you take the video? Is this real? Is this not real? You know. And this is after it kind of gone crazy for a few weeks, a couple of months at least. And everyone's going, oh, speculating and all those UFOs over Haiti and, oh, we're going to be invader and all this kind of stuff. Someone sort of tracked it back to this original person who posted the video. They got in touch with them and the guy said, I was wondering when someone was going to get in touch with me. <laughs> totally fake. I did it with this little <laughs> UFO drone thing I had. It's in the video of them going around. And It is. It's like this little drone thing that's so bigger than a shoebox. And and he's showing it, playing it, the kind of stuff. And he did it with um, that and uh, what's the um, Adobe After Effects, the one that mm. you can do the integrating okay, yeah. stuff into it but just did a really really slick job of it and once you see that you kind of go well if that one wasn't real then well they could probably pretty much do it with anything hmm. what's your thought about ufos and the nature of the universe noah
2: well personally i've one time i was in i think port lincoln for new year's and i think i've had my own sighting. <gasps> so oh
0: you've made contact Wow. Well, did you make contact no, what did you say not to not- them <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, we were having a barbecue. It was night You the aliens <laughs> just
1: <laughs>
0: chilling out. Alien, do you want a sausage and bread? <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is what we have created as a species. <laughs> exactly. Or a snack.
0: Um, and they asked for
2: onions. And we just saw a weird sort of configuration of lights. And, you know, you think, oh, it must be a plane. But then it just sort of stops there. And you're just thinking, well, planes don't just stop in midair. No. Bit, they don't. different. So, you know, you, you get the whole, oh,
0: maybe satellite, maybe this or that. But I reckon
2: I've seen a UFO in Port Lincoln.
0: Well, that's the classic men in black thing, isn't it? Oh, it was a satellite. Mm. Oh, it was the sun reflecting off a weather balloon. Whatever that is. They always say it was a weather balloon. <laughs> what are they what is do a weather them?
2: balloon? What is the purpose of a
1: weather balloon? Exactly. Did you see Will Smith there afterwards, sir? Was he just kind of like, maybe yeah. I don't remember. I'm
0: pretty sure that whatever you saw... Out there in Port Lincoln at the barbecue uh, that night Um, No, it was not what people saw in Gory Island Gory Island, this is a place They spotted a strange vehicle zooming through a park And it was being pursued by police Now, it sounds at this particular point like it might be a vaguely exciting or interesting story. I can assure you it's really not, as I will go on to explain. This guy who was staging this event called, wait for it, the Electric Picnic Music and Arts Festival has built a i say inverted commas flying saucer it doesn't actually fly it's this thing that is kind of like a caricature of a flying saucer and it's powered by two electric motor scooters i'm showing the picture to to these guys now yeah would you ever sort of like see that rolling down the road and go oh my goodness they have arrived
2: i mean shape-wise it's quite authentic i like the the design Colors a bit bland though but it's
0: yeah. it's small, isn't it? It's like oh, it's, um, it's like it's uh, it's about half the size of a car. The picture here is of the police pursuing this um, uh, UFO as well Down on its middle little of the scooter street. wheels. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's, like smart car. it's one of those things too. In um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, isn't there this idea that these aliens are like tiny? Though they could be yeah, like small, little, tiny little grand aliens. So like they came a, to invade Earth, but were accidentally um, inhaled by a dog, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and the whole invasion was over. So, so this is what. So he's done this as a stunt and got in. And apparently, in uh, the police station in Gory Island, not a great deal goes on. So as soon as he said, "Hey guys," funny idea why don't i get in my ufo right and then i'll like go down the road and you chase me really slowly was he in that thing yes he was in that he was in it like he's somehow, you'd have to kind of like lie down and crouch up or something like that
2: oh it'd be like running a dalek off doctor who
0: it would be like oh, it wow. It reminds me of just like... A that would be spark. cooler, I think, actually, than this flying saucer. Oh, yeah. A Dalek going down the street. I think you'd actually make a couple of people jump. How do you jump. see out of that thing? Well, they've got little windows around there. We'll post it on our Facebook page. stumble download to Facebook. Have a look for HG Radio. We've got the picture of the, of the runaway, gory island flying saucer here being pursued by police. But apparently the police were totally like, yeah, yeah. No, we're into it, man. It's like totally boring. <laughs> um, actually, the exact words were... He said the police saw the funny side of his request and a video of them giving chases has since been viewed almost a million times. Uh, they loved it. They were brilliant. How often do you go into a police station and ask for something like this? It's always doom and gloom and they saw the funny side of it. Guy, do you think that this particular video is going to really help the cause of the idea that people do believe there is intelligent life out there?
1: Because yep. I don't think it's in Gory Island. I was <laughs> about to say, I think, I think it kind of promotes the idea because it's kind of like... That kind of thing. We're not intelligent life. We're doing that kind (laughs) of thing.
0: Uh, So I think there's something must be something. Above us, we got lots more going on. Justin and Ashleen here at Sacred Heart will be joining us uh, very, very shortly. Noah and Guy, it's been fantastic having you on the show. Thanks for having us. And uh, yeah, please come back on again. It would be great to have you back Love on, on D <laughs> Okay, that's Katy Perry. You're listening to Arch D on Life. Al City, Aloe Black, and Jewel Leaper on the way in the next 10 minutes or so. I'm here at Sacred Heart College with Justin's just joined us. How are you going, Justin? G'day. It's fantastic to have you on. How are you on? Pretty good. You can feel free to get a bit closer to your mind as well. That'd be fantastic. Oh, right, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> and Ashleen. Hi. Great to have you both on. First time here. Yes, yeah. First time on the radio ever.
3: Yeah, fast. Good to be here. Thank oh, you for yes, having so, us. Cool.
0: We were just having a little bit of a chat about podcasting. Um This is something that you guys... Don't do at all in no. this day. It's 2016, and you're not podcasting. I,
3: I don't know no, what, what is that, that is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> podcasting. Well, well, podcasting is when um, shows, I guess, that are either on the radio or people record them in studios or at home or whatever in the same way that you do radio recordings, except that they then put it up um, for, like, on-demand downloading. So pretty much all the major radio stations do it. Um, And then there's been some hugely um, successful podcasts out there. Uh, One uh, that I was having a chat to the guys who were in beforehand is one called Radio Game Changers where you've got all the guys who are sort of, like, the main people in radio in Australia being interviewed about how to be a good announcer. Believe me, that's one that I've listened to, like, many, many (laughs) times. (laughs) Love that one. But that's not on a radio station. It's just for like downloading off iTunes and and that. So you can go on iTunes and you've got on your iPhone actually a little thing that comes with it that you can't get rid of. And it's a little purple thing with that. And if you go in there, you can like get all you can subscribe to them and they as soon as you get a broadband connection, they all download onto your phone. You can plug your headphones in and you can listen to it anytime.
3: It's really great. That's so handy. It's
0: so handy. Yeah. Anytime. So
3: handy that you can't even delete it off your phone. Like it's that those handy. those iPhone apps that you can't delete, like the stocks or something. Oh, like yeah, I don't yeah. even
0: I know. What that, I know. How about that? I don't
3: even know what that is, but I never use it. And I need more space on my phone, but I can't delete them. Yeah. But you And know?
0: look, I know I don't I don't want to talk down Apple at all. But seriously, <laughs> Apple Maps, I'm never gonna use Apple Maps. Yeah, honestly. Mm. Really?
3: I, used, I, I use that sometimes. I had this
0: experience once where I went um, on a holiday, and the person I was going to be staying with, uh, the people were staying with, they said, "Oh, we've got this like this place, is beautiful like house, and it's in the Clare Valley, mm-hmm. and it's at this address." It's cool. Just use the Google Maps thingy whenever you get close. Yeah. So, I'm like, so I'm driving into Claire and I go, okay, this is the time. I'm going to put my map on. <laughs> so I put my map on and it was the Apple Maps one, not the Google Maps one that I put on. And I put it on and it literally led me into the middle of a field. <laughs> <laughs> It's outside, and I, was saying, I was saying, um, where, what is this? And like, there's like mooing, I'm hearing mooing around me. There's cows. Oh. The this is not the place, the place is there. And then I went and opened the other app, and then yeah, it took me back.
3: Oh, that's good. I'm like, it's good that you had reception. Like, can you imagine? Like, I know, worst case scenario, scenario, you like can't speak. No, you're <laughs> you right. You lost Got it out um, there. your reception, <laughs> and then you're like, hey, cow. And, you know... That just that would have been bad because you wouldn't be able to get to your friend's house.
0: I know, and there's actually probably been a number of times in my life where I have been freaked out in an experience mm. where I've been by a road where cows have been around me. I <laughs> don't like your dairy products around. No, hey, hey, I love my dairy products. I absolutely love that. And a big shout out to um, Heather Dave, she's listening from Heyday Butter, who was on the show a few days ago. You know, <laughs> she has all her pictures of her being surrounded by cows. She seems Loves much more comfortable with that. However, they are giving her milk. She is making butter out of it. It's just more of an organic process that's going on there than it is with me lost, not knowing where I am, surrounded by cows, basically mooing at me, going, Yeah, you're lost, man. <laughs> yeah. I know it. Anyway, well, but podcasting.
3: <laughs> yeah, how? Podcasting cows. Podcasting yes. cows. There's yes. definitely
0: link there. However, podcasting is something that we've done with this show. Mm. Um, that is the segue that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is something that we've done with this show. So if you do actually want to hear Well, even this show that we're listening to right now and a whole bunch of other shows that we've got, we've got a whole stack. See, that's how many shows that we've got podcasting already that you can just go onto iTunes and download so we've got probably um, about 11 or 12 on there at the moment and it's always increasing so we've got some stuff there Um, speaking of Heather Day um, from MasterChef we have her show there on there too Uh, fantastic show with Umes and Sister Meredith from Acrath talking about justice for refugees we've done um, some more shows here at Sacred Heart College that you can download we've done special ones at Cardone College St. Columba College absolutely loads of them so if you want to jump onto iTunes iTunes or SoundCloud look for HD radio you can download them onto your phone right now and i mean like right now
3: right if that's now, what this you want to do do it guys so handy
0: we've got lots more coming up when we come back we're going to be chatting all about the moon mm-hmm. you know i mean at nighttime you look up in the sky and there's the moon. It's always there.
3: There
0: it is. I think you'd be a bit freaked out if it wasn't.
3: Yeah. I'm Occasionally
0: just... I've, like, gone, I've stood in the middle of the road, and I'm going to look up at the moon, and the moon's not there, and I've gone, what's going on? You do feel that something's not quite right.
3: Mm. 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 Like when the surface fall, surfers fall off their surfboards and the waves stop. I don't even know. Have you seen those like movies and they're like... <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's that one where all the surfers fall like, off Like, their...
3: you know, like those cartoons and it's like, oh my gosh, someone... Oh, I think it's in Despicable Me. Despicable Me, they're like, oh my God, gonna like steal the moon and Gru. That's he, right.
0: He steals the he moon steals in the first one, the doesn't he? the moon yep. and
3: then all the surfers fall off their surfboards because all oh, the waves stop.
0: That's right, because yeah. the moon... Could Controls the yeah. tides. Yeah. Is that actually true? Does that actually happen? Yeah, it's yeah.
3: scientific. We learned it in like year nine science.
0: Because I remember always hearing that, but I don't remember anyone actually saying it in a kind of an academic way. Be- like, oh, the moon controls the tides.
3: Yeah, to be yeah. honest, like, I don't get it. Like, how That's does that weird. make sense? Like, I don't even know.
0: <laughs> this is Father Rob Galia. This
3: is Laura Cassi from Math Chef. Hi, this is Genevieve Bryant. Hi, this is Steve Grisano. And you're listening to ArchD Radio. ArchD Radio life of him.
0: That was Dua you're listening to Arch D on Life. Birdie and Mute Math on the way very, very shortly. Now we were just having a little bit of a chat off air, Ashleen, about the way in which you know when you kind of go out uh, somewhere at night or you're driving down the road all of a sudden and the moon appears gigantic Mm. all of a sudden and you're like, wow. Yeah. This is an experience that you've had like a number of times. Yeah,
3: a couple of times. Yeah, like it, it doesn't happen all the time, like I would say, like but when it does happen, like it's like a really like a wow factor because like you know you just see the moon and it's like so big like I don't even know how it gets that big but it gets pretty big.
0: Do um, you remember any time when any time in particular where you were has it stuck in your mind that much?
3: Yeah like my, um, my dad he's really into like astronomy i guess like he has this telescope and like a lot i like a lot of the time we go out and like look at the stars okay or...
0: whereabouts does he have the telescope does he have one like, uh, mounted or does he have one you can carry around
3: no he it, it's a big one like he it takes him like a couple of hours to like set it up so we don't really use it that much okay. but um so he keeps it in the shed but um he he always like he has that app on his phone and you can turn it around and it will tell you all the stars that are out and all the like constellations and stuff that you'll be able to see in the sky um so like he'll know when like you can see Saturn when you can see Mars when you can see Jupiter so sometimes we'll just go out and he's like oh look you know like there's Saturn with the rings around it sometimes you can see it and like have you seen this yeah like um
0: wow because I've never ever seen it except like in pictures or oh really yeah
3: um, I've seen one time that he did get the telescope out. I think I saw Saturn, and it was it was like the pictures that you see. Like wow. it was amazing. Like you saw there was two rings. I think I saw. Okay. It was kind of a yellowish, yellowy brown color kind of thing. Okay. Um. Yeah, but there was one. I don't know. It was probably this year that I went out into like my street, and there was like like this massive moon and it was it it was kind of red i don't know if it was like a special kind of eclipse thing but it was very cool mm. yeah
0: it's ever happened to you at all justin you ever seen um, the moon? Like that? actually yeah the other day i was
2: in the bathroom and then uh, the window was open and i just saw i just happened to
0: be looking out the window and then i don't know i just saw a massive light and the Moon actually was the biggest I've ever seen it for ages. So it was the light that sussed you into that. It was a bit different, it, yeah. the, the amount of light. Because I remember the other night um, I was in bed thinking, oh, you know, I better turn the outside light off, went to check it, and it wasn't on. I reckon that might have been the same because it was really unnaturally bright. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. As if there was a light on outside or Sunday something. Sunday or something, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's got something to do with the... Uh, like conditions in the atmosphere, I once heard someone say. We're talking about – like, honestly, I know nothing about, like, this guy. I've just realised <laughs> – we're talking about the moon and the tides, and I'm thinking, is that even a thing? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't and know. now it's, like, going, is that the – I don't know. Seriously, my – if I If I had any astrophysicist friends, which I don't, they would be disowning me right now. So it's probably a pretty good thing I don't have them. <laughs> Anyway, the reason we're talking about the moon is because the moon has come up in the news this week um, in a slightly different way. NASA, the, the guys who really did orchestrate the um, the moon landing, so, you know, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, going walking on the moon in 1969, small step for man, giant leap for mankind. What's happened is um, the space agency is fighting to get a national treasure back, which was a bag that the guys, when they went out onto the surface... They took a bag with them and put rock samples in it. Now, I don't remember hearing that as part of the legend. It's always they come out, they walk on the moon, they put the flag in. There was no sort of, like, great pictures of them, like, down on their heads and knees on the ground (laughs) of the moon sticking rocks in a bag. Yeah, I never (laughs) saw no bag. I I, I want to see that that? shot. I want to see that shot. You know, I think that would be really, really great. What happened was um, there was, like, a mistake and they duplicated the code for the bag and um, sold it for, like, less than $1,000. So, really, really cheap. It's like this artifact of like in time. So, oh she sends the bag back. She doesn't believe that she's really bought this bag for $1,000. What
3: did she think it was?
0: Well, she thought she was buying it, but then she was like, oh, but for $1,000,
3: really? Yeah, like They couldn't
0: have sold it to yeah, me for $1,000. Yeah. So, yeah. in maybe in her era or whatever, what she's done is she sent it back to NASA to go, can you authenticate this for me that this is really the NASA bag? And they've gone oh no, yes it is, that was a mistake, we're going to hang on to that now. So what's happened now is like one of them is like NASA's trying to sue her to get the bag back and she's trying to sue them for illegally taking the bag from her. So that's kind of what's going on. Mm. Now the thing is about the moon rocks, I don't don't even know what a moon rock would even look like.
3: But isn't there a thing that you can like break moon rocks apart easily or is that just something I've made up in my head? I don't, I don't know. Again,
0: if I had some astrophysicist <laughs> friends, I'd ask them, but yeah. I don't. So yeah. they they would have all disowned me by now anyway. So we really can't ask them. Thanks so uh, much for coming on, guys. Yeah,
3: no but worries. Great
0: having you on the show. Yeah, and uh, we hope to have you on again soon if you'll come back.
3: Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah had a good time. Thank you for yeah. having us. Thanks
0: for having us. Thank you. As we mentioned, the podcast is available on iTunes. We did get to the end of that, didn't we? <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. is actually there. Uh, we are here every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. HD is a production of the Catholic Office for Youth and Young Adults. We will see you again in a couple of days. See ya. See you see later. See
3: ya. Thanks.